It is an incredible blessing when our kids can draw inspiration from other Catholic children around the globe in living out their faith in their own beautiful and unique cultures. Today, Clara Davison is here with a resource that helps our families learn from the faith of Catholic kids around the world. Welcome to Homeschooling Saints, the podcast that helps you create the homeschool you love for the people you love. Our host is Lisa Maladnik, a Catholic life coach, TV host, best-selling author, and an instructor at Homeschool Connections. Before we get started, remember to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you're watching on YouTube, click the bell to join our channel. Hello and welcome. I'm Lisa Maladnik, your host, and today we're talking with Clara Davison about the faith of Catholic kids around the world. Clara Davison is a homeschool graduate and the brand manager at HolyHeroes.com. Following her college graduation, she returned to her family's business to run the Holy Heroes online programs, write blogs, and create various resources for the store. Her favorite Holy Heroes resources are the glory stories, audio dramas, especially Volume 9. She lives in North Carolina with her husband and daughter, and you can find Clara Davison at holyheroes.com, and that's in the show notes, along with some other great episodes that are related to today's topic. Welcome back, Clara. It's so good to see you again. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm excited to talk about the Very Young Catholic Project today. Yeah, we're talking about the Very Young Catholic Project, which you've all heard of before if you've been following this uh, show. And I've got the link to a previous episode where we talked to the author. And so this is a project that links us to the faith of Catholic kids around the world, which is so exciting. Um, So go ahead and just put us in the picture for those who are new to this project and tell us a little bit about it. Of course. So the Very Young Catholic Project began as a series of books featuring Catholic kids from around the world. So Emily, who I know you had on the show last spring, and you're going to have linked below, Emily started this project where she began traveling to countries all over the world in all 24 time zones. And her goal is to publish a book in every time zone to highlight Catholic kids. So she's halfway done at this point. um, And she's gone to countries like Togo, Ecuador, uh, Taiwan, Ireland, Australia, just so many countries around the world in so many time zones. And we, you know, have called this in some ways a Catholic National Geographic. These are beautifully photographed. There are full color photographs on every single page of this book. And it follows a story. So it's kids going about their regular everyday life around the world. And you're going to see kids go to school, play sports, go to mass. Uh, receive their first communion, have siblings baptized, everything that your kids do at home every day. But it's a beautiful way for kids to see what it's like to grow up as very young Catholics around the world today. It's so exciting. I mean, there's because we're so connected to the internet, I think our kids are more aware of the world than probably any other generation has been in the past. And so we're able to link to so many different topics, and we can get into that later, just because we're studying different parts of the world. But to be able to actually see kids their own age in a completely different culture being Catholic, what a thrill. And yes, I just want to comment that from what I've seen of the books, they are beautifully photographed. I mean, these are enchanting books. These are big books that I think every member of the family probably will not be able to keep their hands off of because they're really, 
they're really that uh, enjoyable, delightful. Yeah. Yeah. So. And kids really love to see pictures of other kids. You know, kids are naturally curious. They have a lot of questions. So being able to page through these hundred plus page volumes um, and get to see what kids are doing in different countries. I mean, that's really captivating and interesting to other kids. And there's just something that I think as adults, we are still really intrigued by photographs. I mean, that's why Instagram is a thing. That's why Instagram is addictive. We want to see what other people are doing. We're naturally nosy people. Um, <laughs> but kids have a very like pure perspective on that. You know, they're not doing it for malicious reasons or to kind of look in a weird way. They just really are curious. Like, what are you doing? What do you eat in Argentina? So yeah, they're really great. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And to think that anywhere in the world and to get a peek into these different places, but to also think the Catholic faith is being practiced in all these different cultures, too. So we've got these extraordinary books. And so we're halfway through this series of 24, and they're extraordinary. You can read about them in lots of different places online because they've kind of made some nice ripples in the Catholic uh, sphere out there in the media um, and well-deservedly. So we're halfway through and you're noticing people are using them people are, are trying them out, asking questions. Tell us about your online program, because there's just so much more that you're building out around this. This is, That is so exciting for homeschoolers. Mm. Yes. So this idea came about in the fall of 2023, and we just went with it. I mean, Holy Heroes is known for its online programs at this point. We've served half a million kids every year in our online programs, an Advent Adventure, Lenten Adventure, our weekly Sunday Mass Prep program. And so as we were looking at these books, as we began working with Emily to publish the rest of the series, we realized that there's so much more that can be done. I mean, the Very Young Catholic Project is bigger than just the books. Um, and like you referenced before, we do live in the age of the internet. I mean, you can access information uh, immediately, just by typing it into Google, just by looking on YouTube. So we began to think, what if we could develop an online program that builds out the Very Young Catholic projects that still honors the books, still includes the books, these stories, these beautiful photographs, but then helps families go deeper and bigger than just these volumes. So we launched the Very Young Catholic Project online in the fall, and we had a great response. And we kind of see this online program then becoming something that once or twice a year, we open up to more families to join us. And what this program will do is every month, kids will visit, you know, in quotes, a new area of the world and see what it's like to be a very young Catholic. So this program will, in addition to the books, we're going to have recipes, we're going to have crafts, videos. We're having a really fun segment that Emily really is enjoying called Ask Emily, where kids can write in questions about the faith, about travel, about culture, and Emily gets to answer them. Um, so we had kids, you know, immediately wanted to know what religious sisters had she met around the world? What has been her favorite country to visit? What was something that surprised her on her travels? And it's just such a fun way for kids to kind of interact with Emily, who's traveling to all these places and getting to see all these places and for them to ask, get their questions answered, because there are a lot of questions that they have, because like I said, they're just very curious. And, you know, we can talk about all the different things we're going to do, but I got ahead of myself. I think something I do want to say is why we decided to do this, like why in the fall of 2023, 
we suddenly realized that this was a need. And a study came out from the Institute of Family Studies in August 2023 that kind of really made us realize that we needed to do this online program. So this study was called Secularization Begins at Home. And it kind of uncovered this realization that kids don't leave the faith in college and make that decision in college. They actually realized that most kids cite as early as 13 as mentally deciding they were going to leave the faith. College was just the first opportunity for them to do it because they weren't going to make a huge scene at home or, you know, they were living at home. So they didn't really, you know, they just went to church with their family, but mentally at 13, they had already decided that this was not something they were going to really buy into the rest of their life. And one of the things they really cited was that um, kids really didn't see a reason to stay. And before 13, you're not really into the philosophy. You're not really into the meaty theology. So by the time you got there in high school, kids emotionally had already decided they were not interested. So we looked at this study and we said, okay, if we, if kids are opting out of the faith mentally by 13, what do you do? What can you do? And we really realized the thing that kids have before 13 is their imagination. So how do you capture kids' imagination before they're 13 so that they're ready at high school to interact with and understand these deeper philosophical and theological concepts that we all know and that, you know, boosts our faith and helps us fall even deeper in love with the Catholic Church? And when we decided we needed to capture kids' imaginations, we immediately thought of the very young Catholic books. And so we said, these are the books that are going to show children the joy of the universal faith and a wonder for God's creation. Because again, kids are curious. They want to know, and they aren't dummies. Like they realize the concept that, oh, there are people doing this all around the world. So no matter where I go in the world, I can find mass. And that was really kind of the heartbeat behind the Very Uncatholic Project. Emily realized that anywhere in the world at any time zone in any country, she could find a Catholic church saying mass so that it was really true. That prayer we pray, Eucharistic prayer three, that says from the rising of the sun to a set to its setting, a perfect offering is being made. That's not just something that Catholics say at mass. That is actually a reality. So the, how do we present that to kids? We just aren't saying these kind of rote words at mass and praying them. We're actually speaking the truth and the reality of the world? And can we capture their imagination so that every single time when they go to mass and they hear that, they're reminded of kids in Togo. They're reminded of kids in India. And they know that this is actually, they are speaking truth when this is said. So we really began to think of how do we capture kids' imaginations for Christ so that they're captured and they are able to stick around long enough to then learn the philosophy and theology that I know everyone is learning in their homeschoolers, in their homeschool classes and at home, but we need to get them before that. Wow. That, that is, that all resonates with me. You know, I, my, I, like many devout Catholic parents, my young adult is not in the faith. And, um, and she has told me that those kind of, 
that feeling of unrest, that desire to be more of the world, that that, she doesn't put it that way, but that began fairly early, right under my nose. And I think some of it has to do with the blessing and the curse of having such access to the whole world. I think that we need to provide what is good. We need to point the way to truth. And I love that you said that it confirms something that they hear at Mass, that truth is being spoken here. That's so important because there's so much very persuasive untruth out there in the world. And we need to, we really need to equip them early. Thank you for that heads up. That's so important. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, one thing that kids are living in is a globalized world. I mean, you travel, you can just travel anywhere. And not just that you can travel there, you can move there. I mean, my generation was the first generation that saw this huge migration that kids, I mean, people I graduate with just go and work in other countries and set up lives in other countries. And that wasn't something a few generations back. You didn't do that. I mean, you maybe had one kid that went away to college and they were kind of weird or, you know, everyone was like, oh, they went to college and they left, but everyone else kind of stayed in the areas that they grew up in. Um, That isn't the case. So I have wondered, and this study that came out in August, 2023 started to confirm this idea that perhaps, you know, the mass exodus we're seeing, not just from the Catholic church, but just from church attendance in general. Some of that is just because people move away and they don't find another church. They went to church because everyone in their town went to church and you just, you know, went to church with your family and then you move away and it didn't really occur to you to find one. Um, But through this project, you're seeing and reminded that, no, you can find a mass anywhere in the world and in any country. And I remember when I traveled, that was something that was really impactful to me was, you know, there's the easy, you know, well, I was traveling through Europe, so there's churches everywhere, you know, but even when I was in, you know, Malaysia and Ecuador, and, you know, I'm trying to think of other countries I've been to, but just all these countries, there were always masses available that I could find if I looked for them. And, you know, fortunately I did know that. And I can't even point to why I knew that, you know, I can find a mass here because I had friends who were raised Catholic who were like, oh, what do you mean there's mass here? And I said, well, this is a universal church. There's going to be a mass. Like we just have to go find it. Um, but how great if we can just point to this series of books and this online program that is going to make that so apparent to a whole new generation of kids that it doesn't matter what country you visit and where you go in the world, you can find a mass to go to. Mm. Wow, that's so consoling. I love that, that we can be a part of the body of Christ wherever we are. It's almost like if you can believe that on this earth, then you can believe that God is present everywhere and that no matter where you go in life or what is occurring in your life, that God is with you. Um, I just, oh, it's got such great tentacles. So if you don't mind, what's available in this online program? So what I understand from the online program is that families can come and belong to this online program twice a year, that you open it up at specific times so that people are kind of journeying together and receiving new, fresh materials and opportunities for engagement um, as kind of almost as a cohort. It was, it, would that yeah. describe it well? Yeah. And it's so you're going to have the books, um, but then we're also doing something really fun in the online program where we have a travel log that when you you know join the project online, you're going to get this travel log sent you with stickers. And as you go through each time zone, you're going to add 
a little sticker of where you went in that time zone. Um, you're going to get to personalize your travel log with a picture because you're going to have a little passport on the side, your picture, your parish, your name. Um, so kids get to really, we're really leaning into the concept of you are traveling to all these different, con uh, excuse me, time zones around the world and meeting people. And we're going to have you know, we have this vision over the years. We're like, oh, we're going to send Polaroids and we're going to send postcards. And this is going to be a really fun way for kids to visit countries and visit cultures. And then, of course, because it's an online component, you know, the sky's the limit. I can share, you know, I was just working on some content for Argentina and something that Argentina is really known for is trail running. So Argentina has both the highest and lowest points in all of South America within just Argentina which is kind of a really wow. interesting fun fact. So yeah. something that Argentina is known for is trail running. So I was looking for resources if kids read about trail running in the Argentina book, some resources to help them get started in their own area. You know, what is trail running? What do you need to do? Um, why do people like it? Is there some cool footage that I can find on YouTube of trail running in Argentina? to kind of make this, I mean, there's just so many resources. We just need to gather them together in an organized way um, to help you see all the different, you know, activities that people are doing around the world, both uniquely Catholic and then just kind of fun, like trail running. Oh my goodness, this sounds fantastic. Um, yeah, so, so, so far, what's in the program? You've got videos, you've got, you yes. mentioned the Ask Emily, where the kids can write in and they can actually ask Emily questions. Um, yes. So a, as part of joining the community, they receive the books? So when you sign up, there's always one book that we start with the sign up. So this time it was Argentina. That was your book bonus. And then after that, we're kind of leaving it up to the families about when and how they add the books to their family library. So we didn't want to make this, you know, a huge financial commitment for families where they feel like, oh my gosh, every month I need to buy a whole book and, you know, organize that. No, we're not going to do that. We are going to sprinkle, you know, book specific months throughout the year, probably about you know, four or five, maybe a little more months throughout the year that are going to be specific to a book. But then the other months are just going to be, you know, in December, we're doing Advent and Christmas around the world. We're going to do Lent and Easter around the world. And then we're also going to focus a really awesome part about homeschooling that fits so well with the series is that you can learn through these stories about geography, about theology, of course, about history. You know, there's a really interesting part of the Iceland book where they talk about, you know, the folklore of Iceland and where that comes from and the history. And there's an interesting section that talks about how J.R.R. Tolkien was inspired by this, you know, history of Iceland and this culture of Iceland. And he incorporates that into his writing, which is really interesting because I feel like Lord of the Rings is like a huge homeschool thing. Yes. Most boys really are obsessed with Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, they really are. That's just a fact. <laughs> but we're going to be able to build that out more. And we're going to be able to talk about all these different topics that are touched on in these books, but that homeschoolers then through this program are going to dive into deeper. So I was just working on some printables for the Australia book. And part of the Australia book is they talk about the constellations. So we're going to have resources to help families talk about constellations and they can incorporate that into their homeschooling. Or if they have one particular kid who's really interested in that, they can dive into these additional resources. So this is kind of the perfect program for homeschoolers. It's not specific to homeschoolers, but this is the perfect program if you are a family that loves to read stories, and then from those stories, follow your kids' interests. This is a great program for them. 
All right. We are going to take a short break to hear from our wonderful sponsors at Homeschool Connections. And we will be right back with Clara Davison talking about the faith of Catholic kids around the world. Hi, I'm Walter Crawford. And I'm Maureen Whitman. We are the co-founders of homeschoolconnections.com and proud sponsors of the Homeschooling Saints podcast. Which is here to help you homeschool more joyfully, more easily, and more effectively. We want to thank you for listening. And we invite you to check out our courses at homeschoolconnections.com. And now back to our program. All right, we're back with Clara Davison talking about the faith of Catholic kids around the world and this amazing project at holyheroes.com, which is using the books of Emily Casella, um, beautifully photographed, very, um, very high quality about kids in their natural environments, practicing their faith and living their lives. And of course, we're all going to resonate with that. We've got our own family lives going on and just how special it is to get a window into someone else's world, never mind somebody on the other side of the world. Um, but could you just... Um, Start to take us out with any other thoughts that you have, Clara, on what how homeschoolers might look at this opportunity. I know I, we had someone who signed up immediately when we first initially launched the program, and she said, I'm signing up because my five-year-old has a lot of questions about why Catholics do things and what Catholics are doing and how to be Catholic, and this just seems great that she's going to be able to ask someone else these questions because I don't know the answer to them. Um, and Emily was so excited that we were going to do this and we're actually, you know, initially we were saying, okay, I guess people can like send us emails with their questions, but very quickly we realized, well, a lot of these kids can't type yet because they're young. Um, so something we immediately realized was we need to have a phone number that kids can call in and leave messages, which is so Ooh. cute. You get to hear their messages, which is so fun. Um, so it. that's been a really great thing. If you have kids who just have a million questions and you don't know the answers or you just want them to start asking someone else, this is a great resource for that. <laughs> that is genius. Um, I love that yeah. so much. I can't even tell you. <laughs> when another thing I realized I didn't talk about, which is just so obvious is, um, just the the natural world. Um, these because these are photographed. The really awesome thing is you get to learn about these animals that are all around the world. And that was something when we were talking about okay, what online resources should we have to kind of uh, collaborate and kind of feed out from these books? And we realized kids have a lot of questions about animals, and there's just a lot of weird animals around the world. <laughs> um, and something you also realize when you start looking at a map of the world and start realizing that Emily's going to go to every uh, time zone, you realize, wow, there's some time zones that there's just a lot of water. Um, so what can we talk about in terms of oceans, in terms of uh, plant life, in terms of just geography? So if you are a homeschool parent and you have young kids, this is a great Catholic geography supplement. This is a great Catholic biology supplement for those early grades. And it's really great because you don't have to worry about, well, let me backtrack that. I'm not even going to do this from a don't have to worry about perspective. I'm going to do this from a positive perspective. You get to study these things through a Catholic lens and you get to study these things with Catholic faith sprinkled in, because there are awesome resources out there to teach geography, to talk about time zones, to talk about animals around the world, to talk about the ocean. And those are awesome. But this is a resource to be able to talk about those things 
from a Catholic perspective and with Catholicism sprinkled throughout. Because one of the great parts about being Catholic that we know is that you don't just learn about the Catholic faith in religion class at CCD for an hour on Sunday. Being Catholic is something that permeates your entire life. And that's what the Very Catholic Project does. It shows you that this is something that is just lived in your life and it's beyond just Sunday Mass. Mm, I love that. You also mentioned uh, before we hit record today, Clara, that there are certain aspects of this program as you're building it out that you're really thinking about those those in between kids that we touched on before. That that yeah. there's there are studies that are showing that we really need to reach them uh, between like nine and twelve or a little beyond. Would you say a little bit about how how you're moving in that direction? Yes, this is something that Emily has been really. Um, specific and wanting to reach because it's all a lot of the liturgical living stuff. It's super fun for those early ages, super fun for six, seven, eight. Those are great. But then nine to 12 year olds, that's when they really start having big questions. They really want to know information. That's like the fun fact age where they want to know information and they just kind of want to know it. And they have a lot of questions. So something we are specifically doing with this online program is including lists of fun facts is including, you know, if you want to learn more, here are some articles to help you learn more. Here are some videos about why do we celebrate Australia Day in January? Like, let's learn about that. I think sometimes the area that's missing is that kind of in-between time from the little kitty, we're going to do a lot of crafts. And we're now in high school, so we can talk about the Summa Theologia. Where <laughs> where are the resources for those ages? And I we are really specifically looking to create and gather resources for those ages who don't really want to do a coloring page, but perhaps are not quite ready for Thomas Aquinas. So if you have kids in that age age range, first of all, these books are written to meet that reading level. Um, so if your kids want to read these to themselves, these are great books. They are little kitty picture books. I mean, these are big hundred page volumes full of photographs. So not only the can they read the books? But we're also going to curate a bunch of resources specifically for that age range. Mm, yeah, I can see how the really unique and unrepeatable families who experience this program will find their own unique ways too. partly by just watching the inspirations that happen with their kids to help these to come into life. Some of the younger children will play being Catholics yeah. in Togo, right? Older kids yeah. might draw pictures or or even make significant, who knows, works of art based on some of the beauty that they see and start to dream about going to those places someday. Um, I could just see how it would fire at different <laughs> times about, you know, they could write poems about different countries or, you know, there's just so many different ways we could slice and dice this or whatever literature they're reading, you might be able to find something interesting um, that, that connects as well. But I, I just appreciate this so much because w technology, we complain about a lot. We use it a lot, but we complain about it a lot. But this is such a way to start to connect and to feel like we're together, like we're one big family. And I think we forget that the world is a pretty divisive place. And this operates in direct opposition to that attack on our unity. Yes. Yeah. All right, good. Any final thoughts that you'd like to leave us with, Clara, as we start to wrap up? Um, we are going to be reopening the Very Young Catholic online program very soon. So if you go to holyheroes.com slash Very Young Catholic, um, there will be a form there where you can hit 
a button that says notify me when it's available. Um, and you will be the first to know when we open it. We only open it, you know, once or twice a year for a small window so that we can kind of get families all together and not just have people coming in randomly. So make sure you go to holyheroes.com slash very young Catholic um, to sign up to be notified when it opens again. Wonderful. All right. We're, we're excited about that and thanking you so much. And, and again, we will have uh, episode 155 of our show was the author, Emily Cazella, talking about the project and what it's been like traveling around and, and having these pictures taken as she interviews the families and writes the books. We're also linking out to the Holy Heroes Free Lenten um resources, which is a huge favorite among homeschoolers. And even if you're already well into your Lent by this point, you can just jump in at any time and enjoy those resources with your family. And uh, we're so grateful for your time today, Clara. Thank you so much with all that you have going on with your own family and all the work that you do at holyheroes.com. We really appreciate your taking time out today to just open this window into the world of Catholic kids and their faith for us and our families. Thank you so much for having me. Always happy to. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Everybody, thanks for being with us. God bless you. We're praying for you. Please pray for us too. Have a great day in the Lord. And that's our show for today. Our program is sponsored by homeschoolconnections.com. Be sure to subscribe to Homeschooling Saints and leave us an honest review. God bless you and thank you for joining us.